Hi, Salvador. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I think we should discuss something about what it means to be healthy. Yeah, because that's a really major topic. And I think for a lot of people, the idea or even the word health can trigger a lot of different emotions because a lot of people struggle with their health. A lot of people have gone through challenges or feel kind of defeated around overcoming those challenges. And so when I say the word health, it is this idea of being free from disease, but I think it's much more. Natural Healing Podcast, the show designed to guide, inspire, and empower you to elevate your health so you can achieve your goals and dreams. We are your hosts, Dr. Satar Mawafi and Salvador Cephalou, a husband and wife team of acupuncturists and owners of A Center for Natural Healing, an integrative wellness clinic based in the heart of Silicon Valley. We're here to make the ancient wisdom of healing practical and accessible for your modern lifestyle. I think it's important to start by defining what the conventional definitions are. So like the dictionary definition of health is the condition of being well or free from disease. And the word healthy means enjoying health and vigor of body, mind, or spirit. Isn't that interesting that they use the word spirit in there? Well, yeah, because health is really going to cover a broad spectrum of our life it's not just about your physical body it's going to be about how you what your mental health what your spiritual health and how do you feel about your life in general right and the world health organization kind of expands the definition of health and says that it's a state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease Social well-being, yeah, important. In yeah, because how we interact in today's pandemic, that's a big deal. People don't feel healthy because their social worlds are turned upside down. Yeah, exactly. And what do you think is important to be healthy? What does it really mean to you? Well, as a Chinese medical practitioner, I always think about, well, how's your bowel movement? <laughs> or do you uh, do you are you comfortable in your body? You know things relating to your physicality, but we also always talk about like how is your mental state? Mm -hmm. Do you have depression? Do you have anxiety? Uh, are you feeling um, uh, energetic? Do you feel like you want to get out of bed? How's your sleep? Do you sleep well? Are you sleeping restlessly? These are all important aspects of health 
and maintaining your health. And then you have your spiritual aspect. Do you feel good about what you're doing with your life? Do you feel on purpose? Do you wake up and want to go to work and start the day and do what you normally do? Or do you just want to bury your head in the sand? Because life is difficult and you don't want to bear it. Right. And, you know, a lot of people think of health as that I have to be eating the right things and doing the right things. And I think based on what you just said and what we, I know, agree on, it's really your well-being. Like you said, do you wake up? Do you feel good when you wake up? Do you, do you have something to look forward to? But how are you experiencing the moment? Are you constantly looking at it with fear and anxiety? Are you able to be grateful? I think gratitude is a huge part of being able to be healthy. And if you're not already feeling healthy, I think it's a way to really cultivate a sense of health. It's kind of like a filter. It lets that feeling, the good feelings, the positivity, the joy, all of that flow more freely into your life. So if you're not feeling healthy, I don't think it's necessarily about eating better foods or beating yourself up and going to the gym or doing more activity. I think it first begins with quieting the mind, feeling more relaxed in your body, and being more grateful for even the little things that you have that are positive in your life. Well, that's important because uh, some people don't have freedom in their body for various reasons. And, uh, but you always have freedom of your, in your mind, or at least you can cultivate that freedom. And that's where you could find a sense of peace in a sense of, uh, uh, completion in your life. In, in Chinese medicine, there's a, a medical model called the nine palaces and health is the first palace because without health, then really the rest of the palaces uh, are not so so important and uh, and health is not going to be just in terms of your physical body it's going to be how, how are you feeling mentally about yourself and about 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 your life and that reminds me of a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson the first wealth is health so even though we live in Silicon Valley we see this all the time people pursuing the next and the better and the greatest and to be more successful and to accumulate more money or more wealth really if you don't have your health and that's why i think it comes as the first of the nine palaces in that Taoist system if you don't have your health you really have nothing else can we talk about how we can help our listeners to cultivate a healthier state of being i know we've talked so much about what it means to be healthy and you know all the things that are necessary or what it means to not feel healthy but maybe we can give them some tools to support them in their personal life to feel that way especially during a pandemic even you might be in good physical health but maybe your emotional health isn't so good right now or we talked about how there's a social aspect to health that maybe is feeling a little bit depleted or you're feeling a void in that area right now in your life? Well, I think the key term, as you mentioned, has to do with gratitude and acceptance. Some people don't feel good about themselves because perhaps they're, they see that they, they see themselves as being overweight or some people may see themselves as being too skinny or 
a variety of things because their appearance isn't the way that they want their appearance to be, and that's going to dictate how they feel about themselves. So the first thing, really, we just have to learn to just accept, you know, who we are and where we are. And um, as 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 I was uh, mentioning with this nine palaces, you have like after health, you have wealth, and some people who don't have much at all, they they don't have issues around wealth. They have a sense of abundance in their life. They may not have uh, much in terms of finances, but they feel abundant to share with others and they, they don't really feel a lack in their lives. Whereas you see other people who really are quite financially prosperous and yet they just feel like they always need more and are hoarding and always looking out for themselves rather than wanting to share. So just having a sense of a sense of health really uh, relates to your perspective on your life. Yeah, and to be able to be fully in the moment and be really present because I think when you're present and you're in a state of deeper gratitude, even if you're going through a difficult time right now, always remember that things change change is the only constant in life and so really just being in that state of acceptance being in a state of gratitude as much as you can wherever you are right now and just knowing that this is this moment the next moment will always be different there's a new opportunity new possibilities with the next moment and if we're able to be present then what happens is that we make healthier choices we're more gentle with ourselves so that that helps to enhance our emotional well-being. You may find that it's easier or more intuitive to make healthier food choices, make healthier choices in your relationships, who you spend your time with, and the surroundings that you allow yourself to be in. If you live in a very cluttered or congested environment or home, you may feel that as you start to be more grateful and more accepting of where you are, you may have this feeling or this need to start to declutter to create more space in your life so it's really about being present being in the moment that's the source of the next the choice that you're going to make to support you to be more healthy well and i think what people struggle with when they start to have health problems whether it's physical or mental is this sense of being disempowered and, uh, and our medical system is really good at supporting disempowerment. It doesn't really encourage people and support people to know that they truly are the healer in their life. Mm-hmm. And if they take the measures and take the actions and cultivate uh, well-being, that their life could begin to look the way they would like it to look rather than feeling the victim because we watch TV and we watch the news or we listen to it and we hear about the victims of life. Mm-hmm. And we start start thinking that anyone could be a victim. I could be a victim just like that person. So everything uh, really is a reflection of our state of mind and we have to cultivate uh, a stronger, more focused state of a uh, healthier state of mind with the vision that we want to experience. And, and that's, that's, that's the work. That's the process that 
comes easy for some and not for others, but it needs to be cultivated regardless if you want to live an empowered life. On that note, we have a couple of takeaways that we feel are going to help to support you to cultivate a healthier state in your everyday life, both in body and mind. The first one is how you start your day. So I'm going to recommend that you wake up 10 minutes earlier every morning and take those 10 minutes to move your body in any way that feels right for you. And then I want you to write down just five things that you're grateful for in your life. And it could be simple things like the tree that's outside of your window or the blue skies or the roof over your head or the bed that you're sleeping on at night, whatever you can find to be grateful for. Now, if you aren't able to move your body physically, if you're not in a state to have movement be possible for you right now, instead of move your body, I want you to just close your eyes and visualize yourself moving. That will help to begin that process to move the energy, the chi in your physical body, because that's ultimately the goal. Yeah, as we have seen through studies, just visualizing a practice like shooting free throws will improve your free throw percentage. That's right. Just visualize the movement will enhance your physical body because your mind moves the chi. And so as you use your mind, you're conducting chi mm -hmm. through all of your tissues and cells. The second thing that we wanted to suggest is a practice that one of the great Taoist alchemists, Go Hung, used to teach and practice. And this, this was the practice of, uh, at the end of the day, when you put your head in the pillow, is to review your day and review those things that you found to be challenging. And when you come upon certain experiences that you had, uh, do your best to make peace with it and to let go of it. And as you go through this process, it will allow you to not carry that over into the next day. It's not always easy, but at least you will have uh, an easier sleep and you will wake up more refreshed through this type of practice. Again, these things are not always easy when we have challenges that we're facing and that's the that's the cultivation. That's where you have to come up against aspects of our life that aren't comfortable and, um, and work with it on a regular basis until it does become easier and we don't take things so personally. Yeah, and I think when you are faced with a challenging time, the gift is that you are being challenged to grow even more. And so really making good use of the time that you have and really being mindful of how you start and end your day because that really does a number on your subconscious mind. So when you go to sleep at night, you want to make sure that you're resting, having let go of the day. And when you wake up in the morning, begin to move that chi or energy of your body and start it with some gratitude, with some positive intentions so that you set a nice rhythm for your day, no matter what challenges may lay ahead. Yeah, and perhaps instead of resisting these 
challenging experiences that we have in life, once again, is to embrace them because they really are are useful opportunities to grow from. I know in my life when I've had complete meltdowns at times, <laughs> it was uh, it was completely uh, uh, positive in the out in the outcome with having breakthroughs and transformations. And it's okay to wallow in the pain and sadness, but there does come a time where you have to um, to move on and let that go. And that's what this go-hung practice is about doing every day, is to let go of those challenges and pains, painful experiences. We hope that you found these tools useful. Remember, it's essential the way that you begin and end your day. So just simply being a little bit more intentional about that, no matter what you're going through, will create a shift. And as always, we love to hear from you. Let us know which of these takeaways you are going to implement. And if you've already had an experience with having a morning ritual, with having an evening ritual to help you to mitigate the challenges in your life right now, we would love to hear about those experiences. You can visit our website at acenterfornaturalhealing.com to receive your free gift, as well as read over 100 articles to support you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Bye. We look forward to seeing you next time.